This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glamour. I've got my most favorite person in the whole world on right now, Carson Cressley. Hey, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. You've had quite a few exciting months since the last time we spoke, huh? Yeah, I've been I've been super busy, um, uh, mostly with The Apprentice and also with a book tour, and then um, some other more like you know fun things going on, and of course the holidays and all that. So. Um, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just uh, trying to stay healthy and, and bring in the new year. Well, um, I, I definitely want to get into a lot of this stuff um, since the last time I talked to you, because I know the last time we talked, you were on your book tour and you were promoting and we were talking about your book. Um, and it's such a great time talking about it. It's it's the, the name of the book is, oh, my gosh, my phone is freezing. Does this book make my butt look big? <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Um, Best and, name ever. Uh, thank you. Well, I wanted to, you know, I, I think I said this the last time I was on, I wanted to elicit a laugh and um, put women at ease because when I was doing my research for the book, you know, the overwhelming um, uh, constant thread was that um, women are stressed about getting dressed in the morning. And I was like, listen, uh, clothes are supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be celebratory. They're supposed to be colorful. They're supposed to make us feel sexy. And um, they're not supposed to make us stressed. So I wanted it to have a sense of humor and then have some real information where you can make small changes um, in the way you look, which, you know, can have big changes on the way you feel. And also, um, one of the things that I love that you said is, but look big could be an amazing thing or not. It's it's in your opinion of what you like, and that was part of the, the beauty of it. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I was lucky enough to do a show a couple years ago for Lifetime called um, How to Look Good Naked, and that was where I, I really got my education on, like, you know, body image um, and body dysmorphia and the constant pressure that women feel to look a certain way. And, and one thing I wanted to say in the book was, just, you know, the number one person to be happy with the way you look is you. And um, don't compare yourself to supermodels who are like 11 years old and from Lithuania and mm-hmm. airbrushed. Mm-hmm. Um, and 11. You know, be the best <laughs> version of yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and I try to, you know, that's really the story I tell throughout the book is just like, how can you be the best version of 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 you. Well, I have to tell you, I've read the book front uh, cover to cover. My nieces have, uh, my nieces are five and six, and even they appreciated the photos in it, and they keep saying to me, your friend's book, your friend's book. So even they loved it. <laughs> awesome. Start them young. I love it. I know. Start them young. Well, they're fabulous, too. But, you know, you've dressed a lot of famous men and women. Um, and what is the thing that you find that 
I don't know. I don't know if number one complaint, but what are problem areas that people, even the the most well known, are are complaining about? Yeah, because I, I, if you I don't feel that, good about your clothes, the way you look, you know, the way your body is shaped, what what do you hear back? Yeah, I, I think that the the reoccurring theme is that everybody has something they don't like about their body, mm-hmm. and it could be you know super famous people on the red carpet. You know, everybody has to you know use their little tips and tricks to be the best versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a couple, like we're just coming, you know, off the Golden Globes. It's going to be red carpet season. Mm-hmm. So all the celebrity stylists are out there pulling looks. Designers are creating looks. Um, you know, everybody's probably clamoring to dress um, Emma Stone after mm-hmm. her big win. Yeah. She's probably going to be a contender for the Oscar. Absolutely. Um, and everybody, even those guys, you know, use, use tricks. I mean, the, one of the things I talk about in the book that's so huge is um, foundation garments. You oh, know, yes, um, they're everything. Body shapers, the mm-hmm. right bra, um, just the right undergarments are literally, they're called foundation garments mm-hmm. because they affect how everything else uh, you put on is going to look and how it's going to lay on the body. And also, um, here's a quick little easy tip. Like, if you have a great, like, bra and panty on, you feel, like, sexy and empowered and mm-hmm. chic and cool and fabulous from the moment you get dressed. Like, yeah. if you have, like, you know, gross old, like, bras and panties that you've been wearing forever and you just, yeah. like, they're not, like, super sexy anymore and they're kind of worn out, you know, do a little, you know, treat to yourself and, and get a sexy pair. And um, you'll be amazed at how much differently you just carry yourself, um, even if they don't physically affect the fit of your clothes. Just, you know, the way you feel. There's, I talk about that a lot in the book that, you know, women are really busy. They're taking care of families, um, partners. They have jobs. And sometimes, you know, the last person you take care of is, is yourself. yourself but yeah. I, I always tell women, you know, it's like the oxygen mask on the plane. Like, you've got to put your mask on first so you can assist others. Yeah, and very true. women are constantly assisting others. So take care of yourself first. Little indulgences like that are totally worth it. They, they take care of your mind and your body. Now, you just shared a, a little fashion secret that I think uh, slubs use. Their foundation garments or have to be on point, especially with all of these, you know, globes and golden globes and, um, right. you know. What are some other kind of things you've learned along the way to that celebrities do to look good in their clothes? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of, you know, certain little, you know, procedures. I talk mm. about, you know, plastic surgery in the book and I'm not a big one to like you know go overboard but Mm -hmm. I talk about you know myself I had like a nose job I you know my nose was like droopy I didn't like it it Mm -hmm. made me feel self-conscious so I didn't do anything crazy but I just had it you know kind of um kind of refined Mm -hmm. and I felt fantastic about it and made a big difference um I just did this thing called Sculpture yeah which is um a hot and mm -hmm. cold um laser technology that um, gets rid of stubborn fat cells in those areas where you could work out like crazy and do sit-ups and do your cardio and, and some places it's just hard like for me I have like love handles that I couldn't get rid of is so that where you did I, your sculpture yeah okay. I did it um, on my love handles mm-hmm. and just like um, uh, like the belly area like below my belly button because that's also like I'm 47 so that's where things like even if I was a little mm-hmm. um, chubby down there mm-hmm. um, when I was younger, you know, th- everything was a little tighter and higher, mm-hmm. and it didn't look as um, oh, that's as, um, everyone as saying that. that. Yeah, you know, little fixes like that. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think everybody thinks that, you know, the people that I dress on the red carpets are perfect and they're just so lucky. Um, 
you know, they're very blessed and they have, they have great bodies, but everybody does their little, their little trick to look their best. And I think that's, you know, the stylist's job is to say, hey, um, here are some of the, some of the quick and pretty easy fixes that you can do to, you know, look better, but also most of it is about boosting your confidence. Yeah. Well, uh, your confidence can be boosted also with how you feel about yourself. So whenever people talk about these sorts of things as being vain, I think to myself, actually, no, it's not vain. If you're doing it and it's making you feel better, obviously with the right guidance and within limits that aren't, I feel, making you look bizarre, I think it adds yeah. tremendously to your confidence. And, you know, with, with sculpture specifically, it's FDA approved and cleared for stubborn spot single you know single or multiple area fat reduction um what made you choose it um well i just you know um i just had that stubborn area where like no matter what i did if i eat clean Mm -hmm. and i do cardio i still have you know i still have more fat cells around like my lower belly area and my love handles and that's just you know for me that's my body type well guess what every um, single person out there who even i've i've had people who are thin fit thin they are always complaining about specific areas that no matter how much they diet doesn't change right Mm -hmm. so you know it's it's um i thought it was easy it took 25 minutes Mm -hmm. um it you know it was like there was slight discomfort but it wasn't invasive there's no you know i didn't have to like take off of work did it hurt have down downtime for me it felt like you know like um the areas where they apply it, you know, you feel hot and you feel cold. Mm-hmm. And for me, when it really, really heated up, for me, it felt like, you know, like a stomach cramp or something. So yeah. I would say, yeah, there's some discomfort, but it's it's not painful at all and so worth it. Um, and I was, you know, I was pleasantly surprised um, that it was, you know, it was quick, easy, and, and pretty comfortable. I mean, in theory, you can still text on your phone while you're getting the procedure done, so it can't hurt that oh, bad, the no? the whole time, <laughs> I was, like, cruising Instagram, and I was, like, right? checking Liking out photos. other people's, yeah, I was checking out other people's, like, Golden Globes pics, right? and then before I knew it, it was, like, my 25 minutes was up, and I was, like, okay, that was it, it's done, um... And there's and, no um, bruising. You know, there's no bruising. Like some of the other technologies have suction, which no. bruises. This doesn't bruise. No, this was, I was actually shocked. Like the more I learned about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, like you can go to the gym the same day. You can uh, exercise. You can, you know, have your shirt off. If you, you know, are going to the beach or something, you're not going to see bruises or, or, you know, it's so non-invasive and so non-bruising that you basically don't know that it's even happened. happening. Um, and when do you think you're going to see results? Um, they said, um, I went to this fabulous doctor in the city. His name mm-hmm. is Dr. Dennis Gross. We know Dennis and Gross. He, he is said, fabulous. Um, I think it takes, you know, like six weeks is when you start to see results. Mm-hmm. And then your body can continue changing um, for up 12 to 12 weeks. weeks. Because what it literally does, and I didn't know this, but mm-hmm. what I think is, you know, why it's so great is that it actually, you know, gets rid of the fat cells it destroys in them. Areas. It destroys them. Um, yeah, liposuction and, gets rid of them, and this actually destroys them also. So that's why it's kind of it's been working. Yeah, and that's why you know some of us have more fat cells in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So if you actually go in and eradicate some of them in certain areas, it, it's going to be much easier to you know target those problem areas that even diet and exercise don't always um, work. Well, you know the reason I think it's fabulous to talk about stuff like this. <clears throat> It's mainly because I think that you shouldn't be made to feel embarrassed um, or shy 
or you know a lot of a lot of times celebrities choose not to talk about it so they say that they've been exercising and dieting and they haven't gotten right. any procedures that I have a problem with that I think if you don't want to say anything fine but then if you are gonna say something just be open because so many people want to yeah. know yeah I think be honest about it I think people look up to you know their favorite red carpet you know uh, celebrities and you know me being a stylist myself like I want to like shout from the rooftops about all the different tools. Like mm-hmm. if I find a great bra or if I find a great body shape or if I find a great procedure like sculpture, I'm going to, I feel like I, I want to tell people about it mm-hmm. and I wanted to try it myself. So I knew what I was talking about. And, you know, I recommend it just the way I recommend, you know, certain denim trends or certain, um, you know, facial products or, yeah. um, or just, you know, red carpet trends. It's just, I feel like, you know, why not share the wealth and the knowledge? Pay it forward. Um, it's like paying it forward, you know? Yeah. And um, and I think with any kind of procedure like that, the more information you have, um, the better. Well, on, on that entire sculpture, if people are interested in getting it done, they can actually go to what sculpture.com. Isn't that correct, I believe? Yeah. Um, and it's, um, you know, it explains how it works mm-hmm. and the technology and, and, you know, how it's been tested and, and you know, um, their FDA clearance and all yeah. that. So they can learn um, more. You can really get all the information. And I tell everybody, no matter what you're doing, any kind of, you know, cosmetic procedure, you do the research. It's out yeah. there. And, um, and, um, and inform yourself and don't be ashamed of it. I, you know, I talk a lot in the book about, you know, not being ashamed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just be proud of who you are. Everybody has that something that they're not pleased with, but Mm -hmm. nowadays you can actually, you know, take action and, and make a difference. And, and ultimately the end of the day, if you feel better about yourself, it's, you're going to have, you know, it's going to be a, a thing that improves your life. And one of the things you and I talked about, too, is you have to help your mind spiritually as well. So we aren't just talking about, you know, getting things, you know, nipped and tucked just to feel better. We're talking about the whole right. experience from the mind to the body, you know? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's that message. Um, I, L'Oreal always had a great tagline, you know, because you're worth it. Mm-hmm. And I tell women all the time, you're worth it to, you know, eat well. You're worth it to... Um, get a massage or get your nails done or you're worth it to have a cosmetic procedure like taking care of yourself mm-hmm. um, means that you value yourself and it's giving yourself uh, that kind of positive you know self-love message and at the end of the day it helps you take care of everybody else in your life a little bit better when you're happy and you're well taken care of and I like to provide the information to people what they do with it as long as they because you know back when um, when we had like Miss Kylie Jenner had had her lips done she had told a bunch of people that it was um, overdrawn lip liner I actually had patients come into my office with their kids who had lips torn apart because they were trying to emulate her lips with like sucking into shot glasses and the shot glasses right. would break and cut into the kids lips and I realized in that moment that a people millennials and younger are getting procedures and be if you give them the wrong information they're going to resort to means that are going to hurt themselves yeah I, I think you know we have so many great um advances in technology and it's just you know go out there and find out um what you think is going to work best for you but absolutely do your homework do your homework and your book is really adding to that in terms of um making people feel confident and understand there it's not it doesn't have to be that stressful you know it can be easy I, Exactly. It could be, I, you know, I wanted it to be um, joyful, mm-hmm. like getting dressed and 
getting, you know, your hair and your makeup and all of that should be really, really fun like it was when we were kids. Exactly. And it needs to be again. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. I can't wait to see what your results turn out like, but I do want to ask you, how's it like working with Governor Schwarzenegger on Celebrity Apprentice? You're fabulous. Oh. <laughs> Yes, um, that was, I thought he was going to be a little scary, uh-huh. and um, we have a, um, you know, the show airs on NBC every Monday from yes. 8 to 10. Yes, and, and um, they've already had their firing, and I want to ask you what you thought about that, too, but, you know, yeah. you were the I, first I really season. I really like Arnold. I think yeah. he, um, you know, I, I was excited to do the show when I heard he was, you know, going to be at the helm, mm-hmm. and um, what I like about him is that... Um, you know, he's a really self-made man. Um, you know, everyone knows him as the movie star, but he told us a great story when, um, before we even started shooting, he said, you know, he had come to America in the 60s. Um, he owed everything to America or California, as he likes to say. <laughs> California. And I was like, how do you spell California? <laughs> um, and um, he, you know, he took his bodybuilding money and invested in real estate and construction. Uh a business that he ran and he really you know made his own fortune I think he told us he made a million dollars before he ever did a movie Wow and um, he's a real businessman and has made a huge success of himself and um, he's the real deal and I think um, I think that shines through when he's in the boardroom and I think for me I felt like you know maybe he was a little tense and it was like a new role for him mm-hmm. maybe the first episode but by the second and third episode mm-hmm. I just saw the third episode, um, which airs tonight, um, he's really fantastic in the show. He is. And, um, and the moral of the story is, you know, all of us from Kyle Richards to Portia Williams to me to Boy George, um, we're all there trying to raise money for, for charities that are really um, special to us. I don't think any celebrity would put themselves through, you know, the work and also the um, opportunity for criticism. Um, if they didn't really, really, really believe in their charities. And, yeah. um, and I'm playing for the True Colors Fund. True Colors Fund. Mm. Which, Can you tell um, us about that? It was actually a charity that kind of started because of Celebrity Apprentice. Oh. Um, several seasons ago, Cindy Lauper was on the show, mm-hmm. and she needed a charity, so she started one. And it was the True Colors Fund, and uh, I've been on her board of directors since the oh, charity wow. started about eight years ago. And um, we raise money, we raise awareness, we try to affect legislation to help get uh, homeless LGBT youth off the streets. And unfortunately, there's still a disproportionately large population of LGBT youth Mm -hmm. who um, um, are homeless, a much larger population than their straight counterparts. And, um, you know, for different reasons, you know, families still alienating them, uh, being turned away maybe from, you know, uh, not being accepted at first and then they, yeah, not being accepted at first, uh, or just feeling, you know, alone and having no place to turn to. So we want to get those, uh, LGBT youth off the streets and into safe, um, safe and loving homes where they can, you know, grow up and be who they're meant to be and, and uh, be supported and encouraged. So um, they've been doing great work. So I've been thrilled 
mm-hmm. um, to, uh, first of all, get their name out there, and second of all, hopefully raise a lot of money for them. Um, because I think now more than ever, we really need it, and we need also to send a message to our LGBT youth that um, you're valued, you're fine, um, uh, just the way you are, and that you have a community that will love and support you. I think, you know, I've, I've personally interviewed a lot of um People who are who went through the trans uh, the transgendered you know right. and they uh, some of them had and were um, homeless because when they told the people around them their families they were um, not necessarily it wasn't appre- not appreciated but accepted at first and so they were homeless right. for a little while and it was scary to me to realize how how much more um, of that is going on so I applaud you for bringing more attention to that. Um, Thank you so much. And we all need to remember that the, the Apprentice really is about this, um, you know, raising money for charities. But I do have to, and I have to ask you what you think about this tweet that that Mr. President-elect put out about the ratings. And he poked oh, fun yeah. at the celebrity apprentice. Arnold, Governor Schwarzenegger has a successor and poked fun at his ratings for the show. Um, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, that happened. I mean, my my initial thought was like, where does the guy find the time to A, watch all this and read about it and then like sit down and be like, you know what, I'm going to tweet Arnold about that. Yeah. I just, I, I'm like, aren't you busy? Like, you've got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, so, so that was, you know, that was a little surprising yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the, you know, the way the whole thing went down is, you know, originally um, I was under the impression that he wasn't, you know, Trump wasn't involved in the show in any way. Mm. And then, um, you know, uh, and Arnold was really taking over everything. And then, you know, a couple of weeks before the show uh, premiered, they announced that, you know, he was still getting his executive producer credit. Mm-hmm. So that oh, wow, he did. When he was mm. when he was criticizing Schwarzenegger, I was like, wait, you wanted to be credited for the show, but now you're not supporting the show. Mm. He's not um, not supporting the show. He's trying to say he was better than Schwarzenegger was. That's what he's right, trying to say. Right. You know, that's I mean, really what's happening. Yeah, you're you're right. When when I do a show, I just think of it as like a total package and like you're a team you player because you're a you team player. The host yeah, and you mm-hmm. support the cast mm-hmm. and you hope for the best because you know, like we said, um, the show's raised fifteen million dollars for wow. charity since and its inception. Amazing, and it's it's unfortunate that um, the waters have to be muddied um, by the politics of it all because it really it, it takes away from the message that. We're all here trying to, you know, do good and use our celebrity for a good thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it kind of, um, kind of, um, it's I just, think, you it's, know, tarnished that. It's like, okay, imagine you're pres- about to be the president of the United States of America. Um, who cares how the apprentice is doing? And if it is doing badly and your name is still on the door in some capacity, you should be like rooting for him. And I, I, right. I, I just don't right. get it. But you know. the governor actually responded with something that I thought was so classy. Did you see his tweet? Um, yeah, he was, he was so classy. Very classy. I think he had responded. He did a video and he um, shared a quote from Abraham Lincoln that was something that he used to refer to a lot during his days as the governor to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. um, remember why he's there and what his what his position of leadership is and his responsibility to 
um, the people. So I, I was very proud of Arnold. Really for class act. He the said the way he. Um, I would have been like, let's have a steel cage match. <laughs> UFC. Uh, Ronda Rousey was thirty seconds. We still have thirty minutes on this pay per view. Let's get in there. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You um, know, I think that I think that the whole idea, especially with our 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 first lady, you know, when they go low, you go high, and Arnold did that. He said, "I wish you the best of luck. I hope you work for all the American people as aggressively as you work for your ratings." There's no Nothing more important right. than the person, the people's work, and then he led with a quote from Lincoln, which um, I actually had never heard that quote before. But I really uh, enjoyed how positive and it was. So, yeah, and and that's like that is like such a great example. Mm-hmm. I think for you know, I can't believe like our our interview about like fashion and style and and beauty is turning into politics. Oh, uh, welcome to twenty seventeen. A really, you know, it pervades all of our lives. Yeah. You know, and um, that attitude of like, listen, we can disagree, but let's all work together exactly. for our country and for our people. Now, um, so I, I really, I, I hope and I pray that he embraces that spirit at some point. I think that, you know, let's give it, let's give it a chance and we, we want him to succeed because it needs to succeed. But of course. So the terminated phrase, that's the new catchword, you're terminated. I like it. Yes. You like it? Um, yes. Um, I'm always afraid I'm going to hear it. Right, uh, <laughs> I would. I wouldn't like it if I were you right now. But um, no, I, I'd rather hear it's not a tuma. <laughs> um, but um, uh, you know, it's his catchphrase, and I think it's um, it suits you know how um, intense some of those boardrooms can be. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the most intense television show I've ever worked what on. What does that feel like other, when you're in there? Yeah, I've, I've I've done other like you know like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. It's like it's a lot of work and mm-hmm. it's a competition and you want to do well. But this is like really cutthroat and like very real. And I had to you know there are moments where I was like, wait a minute, why am I so nervous about getting fired? I don't really work here at Schwarzenegger <laughs> Incorporated. Um, I'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. But you do become invested, and I think Arnold said it best on the last episode when he said, you know, you need to really be ready to fight for your charity and fight for the money that, you know, they all need so, so desperately right now. What did you think about the first firing? Um, as, 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 I mean, I, I want to say it as a person who had worked with each other internally. How does that feel for the other cast members to see someone they're working with leave? Is it like, oh, damn, I hope that's not me next time? Or did you feel like she deserved it kind of thing, you know? Um, I think that, well, it's weird. It's, it's different, like, when you're there and it's happening for real, uh-huh. um, I think you feel that human side, like, oh no, I hardly got to know her, and she's uh-huh. really nice, and I wanted to hang out with her more and work with her more. Um, and, and we don't really see, like, I know what went on with my team, Team Arate, the guys' team, uh-huh. but we didn't really know what happened with the girls' team. Like, we don't, you know, it's all very, don't like, get closed to see session, uh-huh. and they're, you know, trying to beat us, so they're not letting us in on any of their meetings or we don't see their run-throughs of whatever Mm -hmm. event they're putting together. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really the first time I saw, you know, how they all work together and what Carrie Keegan, who was the first one who was fired, um, contributed. And I think, you know, so far I've really agreed with Arnold and who he's um, chosen to fire. And I think it's been a little different from, from past seasons because, you know, I, I think everyone was saying, you know, if you lay low, and you hang until the end, you have a shot at winning, like don't don't do too much because you'll expose yourself to too much risk. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was kind of the opposite. You yeah. know, Carrie went home because 
she was a little too safe and mm-hmm. and didn't really, you know, take on a lot of responsibility and put herself out there. She just kind of said, oh, I'll do whatever the team, the project manager wants me to do. I'll be your right hand. And uh, you, need, you need to do more. And I think that's, I think that's, you know, that's how I think, like, you know, fortune favors the brave and the bold. Mm-hmm. And um, I agree. And you've said that to me before. You know, the last time we spoke, you said that. And I agree with you there. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the old quote, fortune favors the brave, or maybe it's fortune favors the bold and the beautiful. I don't know. Bold, no, that's yeah. a soap opera. Oh, I, we can make it a soap opera. I like. Let's make it a new quote. Fortune favors okay. the bold and the beautiful. <laughs> right. Um, I don't even know if that's still on. But yeah. I think fortune would favor it. Yeah. Well, I think that what I'm finding is that it's it's a really fun cast. It's a it's a really a, a motivated cast. It's interesting to see um, Snooky kind of have to be put in a position during one of the boards where she had to say who she would send home, and um, by playing it safe, it appears so far that that's not going to help you. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think um, I think every episode is really different. Every episode plays to. A different skill set and I think some of them are really in the different celebrities wheelhouses and then some are completely foreign Mm -hmm. and um, I think that's what makes the celebrity version of the show so interesting is that you're seeing some of your favorite you know whether it's your favorite singer or your favorite housewife you're seeing them in a totally different environment where they're um, really outside their comfort zone I think what happens in those situations is that you don't have any time for any kind of pretense. So yeah. you really are showing the world like your authentic self. Yeah. And um, I think that's interesting. The other thing that was really fun and and surreal is that, you know, someone like Boy George, who, you know, when I was like a 13-year-old little gay kid mm-hmm. roller skating around in my basement <laughs> around our pool table yeah, in Allentown, mm-hmm. um, I was listening to Karma Chameleon and Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? And... I was just like, wait a minute, now I'm making Xerox copies for him. That's weird. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it's really it's really fun, and I've said this before, um, you know, the benefit of the show is that, you know, we raise a lot of money for charity, but also I got to meet really cool people who I, I grew up, you know, being enamored with. I mean, you know, Vince Neal and Boy George and... Um, Carney Wilson, and yeah. there, there were so many great people on the show, and despite the fact that they love, you know, some backstabbing and bus-throwing under mm-hmm. um, moments, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was a very classy cast this season, Yeah, and um, I think, you know, everybody, for the most part, was really quite dignified and, and, and lovely, and I have a lot of new friends thanks to the show. I'm I'm excited for, for, for this season. I really have to tell you, I've enjoyed watching Governor Schwarzenegger. I've enjoyed watching all of you guys, and I actually kind of like the fact that there's not a lot of, like, so far, like, mudslinging, because I remember it was Kenya Moore and Vivica Fox, and I just thought, ooh, child, is this Real Housewives of The Apprentice? Yeah. Ooh. No, I know, I know. A couple of seasons it did get kind of, like, kind of nasty, and I just, you yeah. know, it's of course, there's, you know, some drama, mm-hmm. but um, it's much nicer to just, like, you know, try to do good work and be respectful. And, and I think people res- respond to that as much as they do, you know, some of the cattiness, like mm-hmm. when they um, see some dignity on there. I think it's a good thing. I do, too. And I think that it's always a good—I mean, don't get me wrong, the drama's fun, but, like, just to be able to watch you guys hustle your way through it as a team with such different personalities— um, to, for charity, we all have to remember that that is what it's about, you know, at the end of the day. 
Exactly. Um, I miss you. I, I'm so happy to be talking to you again, and I'm just so excited for everything that's been come, happening. I want to come in the studio, like, in a couple of weeks or something, and we'll do, like, a an apprentice recap, and I'll tell you about my sculpture results, uh, and, uh, um, and um, I'll give you some sneak peek on the new shows that I'm working on, and also um, another new book in the works um, for the men in our lives. Nice. All right. I'm going to hold you to that, okay? Please, you're gonna please, be getting you're gonna be getting a call from me as soon as that season finale is uh, about to happen. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Bring it on. You got it, Car. It's always so fabulous having you on, Carson. I adore you, and um, I'm, I'm rooting for you. I hope you take this, man. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. <laughs> All I'm right. gonna try. I'm. We're rooting for you, man. I'll be throwing a popcorn party to to to, to celebrate if you win. All right. Thank you so much. You got it, and I'll talk to you in a few weeks. Thank you for for being okay. on today. Okay, bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.